Hello and welcome to this episode of Navigating the Water, where I'm joined as always by our fabulous host, the CEO and founder of River VC, Stephanie McKinney. Stephanie, lovely to see you. Lovely to see you, Kim. And today I'm so excited for our guest. As uh, I found him through connection of LinkedIn, it was a little bit of a cold introduction and now it's becoming a warm friendship. So I'm pleased to welcome Akenyuga Ayubami with the Squid partner squid uh, a partner at squid capital so welcome and thank you so much for joining hi uh, thanks for having me good to be here amazing yeah. i'm so looking forward to hearing this as well i enjoy having uh, been introduced by yourself stephanie of catching up with Akinuga uh, last week and i'm so excited about today's episode so i'm gonna shut up and hand it over to you guys yeah so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself your journey to becoming a partner at squid uh, squid venture Okay, uh, yeah, so my name is Ayobami Akinoga, Lagos, Nigeria. Um, my, my venture into the VC space was just from, um, from, the, from the interest to supporting solutions to um, problems that are specific to the region um, to which I am from, that's from Africa. So um, the, the span of um, tech, is is just developing here so um some some certain level of tech is not properly established here just some um, the tech here is just scratching the surface so that's why you still see some limited sectors being attended to so um now what what really stops tech from progressing here is um, funding yeah um africa is blessed with super talented and brilliant persons ready to ready to um, provide solutions to our problems here. And not just our problems here, our problems and problems around the world. But um, the first entrance to making sure that this problem um, gets to everyone is funding. So I thought about it, oh, okay. If I have always been a part of um, creating solutions, why can't I not be a part of pursuing funds that support these solutions firmly? So um, with my, my business knowledge and my, my business management knowledge, my finance knowledge over time, I just said, okay, um, if this is the best route, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to jump on and see what I can do as much as possible for startups that I know, for startups in Africa, for startups providing solutions to the problems you have in. Amazing. It's a challenge we see so often, isn't it? That we've got great ideas, great people, great businesses, but being able to connect them with the resources and the finance that they need to succeed um, can appear so challenging. So that's, from what you're saying, that's what kind of Squid Capital is is doing for, for um, businesses in Africa. So how did you how did you get started as a partner then? Okay, so... Um... How did I get started as a partner? I reached out to the founder, and um, I reached out to the founder. Uh, we got talking. Um, I I explained or I expressed my interest in my interest in supporting African solutions, and very importantly, I was looking for the best way I could leverage on one of the powerful skills I have, which is a relationship. Yeah, uh, uh, relationship and uh, business. Uh, I'm very good with um, relationships. So I discovered one of the key factors to having a very strong fund is relationship. 
that's not just a relationship relationship with investors relationship with the founders yeah and, and with a very strong skill i have of spotting talents spotting talent and spotting solutions yeah, i'm very good with spotting talents and, and what we do as squid is not just supporting products but uh, making sure we can support with strategic hires and because we believe believe the, the product can a stronger team or a better team can uh, give you the, the greatest product ever. So um, creating the best team is the key to having the best products because the goal of the goal of the company is not just creating one solution, create a solution, expand the solution, create more solutions, and that's what just the best team can do. So expressing expressing my interest or showing my skills of relationship and spotting talent, spotting solutions was um, what what caught my interest with with um, squid in particular that's incredible and, and having that ability to form that relationship not, like you said not just with the founder but with other investors is crucial throughout the globe it's important to everyone to make sure that you build on that relationship that you're mentoring that you're you're seeding that relationship um how many startups come across your plate on a day-to-day -day basis Uh, okay, that's that's a very strong question. Minimum of minimum of ten, minimum of ten. Let me say okay. On average, five to five to ten, or let me say seven to ten. Seven to ten sounds like yeah, a better average. Seven to ten. Um, and I'm sure th this is a very big number. At the same time, a small number. Small number in, in looking at like the number of startups we have here, but a big number looking at um, how 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 early we just got into the VC space. So that's quite encouraging. But some, something that excites me is, and something that keeps me going amongst all of the members, is just the solutions being provided through the decks. That means every deck is just a solution that's a solution that solves a lot of problems here. So that's something that excites me, even from the members. I love that. You must get to see some real innovations coming your way. It's a real opportunities to, to change things for the better. Yes, exactly. Wonderful innovations, smart solutions that's, that solves a lot of problems, not just in Africa, but a lot of problems when you look at a long bridge of scaling up to other continents. Yeah. So how do you bridge that from getting the company, looking at the company, and then helping them find funding? Do you aid them in building their pitch deck and their relationships? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, because while a precedent capital structure, um, we are super involved in the deck and we're super involved in refining the idea. I've been doing that especially on my end for for this week a lot of times because um, sometimes because of how crude these ideas are even when when they are, they are wonderful and they solve a lot of problems uh, with the knowledge the founders have um, sometimes the deck the deck most times the deck would precisely not even sell the idea but um, as as an experienced person in the, in the venture space, you know what a deck should look like. You know how to sell the idea of the deck to 
to investors, as even an investor yourself, you know what you should see, you know how lengthy, you know where to sell your ideas, you know the market projections you should be looking at, you know oh, if and this techniques to need to specific on the ARR, you know if a worst case scenario from a deck is not looking like what it should be, you know if a deck is inaccurate. So um being being um being being a participant in, in refining the deck is key to us before we go on to introducing the startups to investors in our community or investors are like friends like like um, Stephanie so we have we have the community we have like investors that are just our friends so before introducing the deck to the investors we want to make sure all these startups um have gotten it right so we're, we're super involved with deck before the investor side before we go on to the intro call before um, conversations and, and communication can, can commence Amazing. And you've talked up throughout uh, of the importance of relationships. And I know, Stephanie, that's something that, that you tell us about a lot on this show, which is you know, that that's what we're in the business of doing, isn't it? It's building those relationships, either, uh, as, you, as you so eloquently put, I, with the um, founders, with the investors, with the team, so that they're really starting that relationship as they mean to go on. And uh, the work that you're doing with that pitch deck and making sure that they're articulating their story is all part of that relationship build isn't it yes it is yeah. so so what advice would you give to somebody who's in a startup now that's getting ready to look for pre-seed you know what kind of things should they be bearing in mind or, or getting um, getting information about to ensure that they're ready to take that first step okay so um first uh, the first first on my list is getting your idea right so um start starting a business or commencing on a startup project sometimes can be overwhelming um you may get the idea right but structuring the idea could take a lot of time so um we've seen a couple of startups come with unstructured idea but because of we're an early stage vc um um, those kind of excesses are welcomed, but when you begin to um, scale up or try to um, reach out to more VCs, uh, you discover that um, those excesses won't be allowed anymore. So, I mean, first is getting your idea right, um, structuring your team. The idea is the idea is important than even the team because um, what what you get as a refined idea is what you communicate to your team before you now commence on research. That's if you are looking to um, raise um, funding or raise seeds and all, you must be ready to commence on very intense research, intense research on how your deck should look like, your product, even research on your investors, research on their interests, um, research on the deck, research on the numbers your investors want to see, research on the numbers your startup should be seeing because um, numbers and LTech, um, help tech startups should say is different from numbers the clean tech startups should say and um, there's a lot of information on the internet so you need to be very very careful which you are picking and adapting to your deck or adapting to any communication your startup stands for yeah definitely we've talked about that a lot is doing your research on what you need what people want to see and then the person itself 
maybe you try to pitch to someone who doesn't invest in tech startups and you didn't do your own research and you're wasting your time and their time. So finding that cohesion between who your future your future partners are going to be is really important. And I like what you said, you know, build out your idea, build out your idea. So we've talked about it a lot. So you can pitch to anybody. So you can talk about it to anybody in any setting and be able to build out your team. I like that part where you said, you know, it's about the the team that's surrounding that idea that is also very important. So getting those ready and getting your research out there is, is a great advice to give to first time founders. So I know we said one of your other talents uh, is about spotting talent and, and that's a great talent to have, isn't it? Because getting the right team, getting the right skills, getting the right experience around you is vital, isn't it, to, to our success. Are there any um, tips that you can give us of you know, how to best identify talent in the potential team that you are um, gathering around you as a founder? How to spot talents? Um, I, I don't know if there's any, any, any really strong tip on how to spot talents. Um, there's, there's a serious level of um, discernment that must come to to spotting a talent. Plus, I think the key thing should be your idea. Your idea should be a drive to the talent you attract to your startup. Yeah, it's very important. Um, you are not speaking the wrong persons that do not believe in the idea. Idea here doesn't really mean the idea. Can mean the solution the startup is providing. Yeah, so I mean, getting okay, let me give an example. If I'm willing to start um, like an health tech startup that is just for um, for maybe um, digitalizing polio in Africa, um, picking um, persons in your team that's maybe picking engineers from Web3 to join the team is far apart, or even picking the foot soldiers in the team. That's when I say foot soldiers, I mean, um, persons. In, in the admin, that's aside the development side, aside the tech side, um, picking a web three person or an experienced web three person or a passionate web three person into your head tech startup, um, will cost some sort of imbalance in the team and will cost you time, cost you money, cost you productivity because before the web three knowledge has to go down, the passion of the web three knowledge has to go down to the health knowledge. So that's very important. Your idea. The experience of the of the of the persons you are looking to spot on, how passionate they are about your idea or your solution, yes, that's that's very important. And um, how passionate they are and how productive they are, yes, and how realistic they are. So, I figure out some so some startups um, bring some persons on the team and they are not realistic with the persons they bring on, or they don't bring on realistic persons to join the team. I don't know if they cause some sort of imbalance when the comments project. Yeah, definitely. So a little bit on the foundation has to be sturdy. The foundation exactly. is the talent that you see, not the not the glam, not the fashion, not how many posts or how many likes are getting on Instagram. It's the core, it's the team, it's the value behind it. It's who they're benefiting, who they're going to help benefit. So I, I like that. It's what you find is you see through all that all that glam and all that passion and you look for the team, you look for the core values of that company.
I love that. Such great advice because I think you know if you if you find people that are passionate about what it is that you do, they become such much more productive team members because you've yeah. got that kind of shared purpose, haven't you? That shared drive. There's a um, there's a reason that's not just the paycheck that they're aligning into, and, and that's where often you see the strongest and most successful teams built, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I, um, yes. Passion. Passion is very key. Passion is very key to forming a team. Passion is very key because um, something crucial in a startup is uh, how would I put it? The extra work. So extra work. Everybody on the team was ready to give an extra work. That's why it is a startup. You are literally you just starting the business. So there must be some level of extra work that's ready to come on from any one of the team. Yeah, so I mean, passion drives extra work. When you're passionate about a subject or passionate about a solution, when you give some extra work, you don't see it as a burden because it's your, level, it's your, it's your area of interest, yeah? So that shared purpose, as you said, is very key to figuring out team members or figuring out members that join the foundational team. Why this is important, again, is um, the foundation is the foundation is crucial to how um, the startup grow on. Yeah, so anyone that's coming in as a foundational block to the team is important because there's the time the startup will begin to scale where the founders won't have so much eyes on persons joining the team and it will be the other members of the team that are bringing on the team, the new team members or kicking on the expansion of the team. Yeah, the values in the other team members would be a very strong key factor for them to bring on other team members. So it's very important that the foundation, the foundation value, the short purpose, the driven passion is there. I love it. That's it's so important, isn't it? If we can get people aligned, because like you say, when when you're in startup, you know, we have to do things that are outside of perhaps our norm. You know, you, I always joke if on the first day that you set up a company you've got your idea and then all of a sudden you realize that you are it and your hr and your payroll and you have the janitor and your premises so anything you thought was in your job description we've got news for you new things are coming in and that's true exactly. isn't it of that, of that wider team that you need people who are going to be flexible to that um that adaptability that you need in a startup because the work does come in and you just have to find a way through together of getting there, don't you? Yes, yeah, 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 I feel like if you're not willing to go out of your norm for a project, then you don't have passion in it. You're not resonating with it. You need to find something else. But if you can build that, that passion, like you said in the very beginning, then people are going to put in the extra work. They're going to put in those extra hours. They're going to stop watching TV and instead work on your startup. So having that passion in the foundation is a crucial part in building a successful company. It's very, very crucial. Yeah. So what inspired the start of your African focus funding micro VC? Is that is it because you saw that passion? Is it because there were problems that needed to be solved? What inspired that start? Okay. So what inspired Squee or inspired um, me joining um, the micro VC focused on um, Africa startups um, is passion is basically 
passion to support solutions like profile and support solutions that that solves the problems we have there. As I said, um, there, are, there are a lot of problems that need to be solved here. There's a lot of problems that tech can solve. And Africa is sort of late to the party, but we're, we're picking up. So um, the key factor to why African startups are late to the party compared to the counter, their counterparts around the world, it still goes down to funding. And um, the VC is just the middleman between um, the team or between the solutions and funds. Even, even uh, access to funding, access to funding even outside the region. Yeah. So we discover what we do as Squid as is um, some sort of portfolio management for investors outside Africa um, interested in African startups. So that came from that came from several meetings and several analysis saying that they are investors or their fund managers or their VCs or their persons with good um, amount of funds looking to invest in startups in Africa, but like do not know the right way to go about it. So oh, we thought about it. Oh, why can't we you know, be the portfolio managers of those persons then um, come to manage their startups and manage their, their funds for them here? So we know, oh, you are in Europe, you are in US and Asia, but you have like a VC that's your key eye and your key body reading the pulse and everything of all your investments here. So I don't know if it takes us back to solving the funding problem and making the investors happy while the African startups are growing. So it's a win-win for us. Amazing, I love that. So you've aligned kind of like you know, your passion and your knowledge with an area where you know you can add value, you know you can help, and you're kind of helping, for want of a better term, marry up the investors that are wanting to invest in African startups with the African startups that are seeking that investment. So really creating those initial connections and helping those relationships build, which is a crucial step on the road to success, isn't it, for those businesses to get what they need to be successful and get their solutions out into the world. Yeah. Very true. I mean, it is it is a part of a VC to be able to pull those, those investors that align the same values that you're going to start investing in. So I think uh, Squid Capital does a great, a great um, connector, a great synergizer that, that finds those people and helps them with those founders and the startups that you guys do. So how is the African opportunity landscape, would you say? Is it more in, in tech or what are your thoughts on that? Okay, so um, the, the African landscape um, is just growing. Um, some sectors of um, the, some sectors of tech here um, that's growing. That's why you see a lot of focus on health tech. See a lot of focus on fintech. Yeah, yes. Um, um, why, why why fintech is booming so well is because of our population, because of our money problem. Yeah, so. Um, um, a good number, of, a good number of um, a good number of uh, I pick up Nigeria. There are a lot of unbanked um, persons here in Nigeria. So what the fintech guys um, or fintech startups are, are doing is making sure everyone can actually be banked. So you don't need to walk into traditional bank to bank. 
you can actually be banned and some of them go as far as um, as far as bringing um, cross-border payments and um, that, that that would go to the fact of um, our, our growing our growing population here or um the population here is majority of population 54 percent of our population is um, the working group population that's age, age 18 to 35 so um almost everyone here owns a business and um, it's very rare to see um a 95 percent not even have the side also so you could imagine um, imagine the number of businesses we have here and um, number of businesses we have here which which takes me to takes me to um, mobility or takes me to the, the mobility tech or logistic tech so imagine the number of business we have here that needs them um, needs logistics to be taken care of so you see the connection from health tech being the fact that our health health, our health sector here in africa is terrible that's why you see a lot of focus from no focus from from insurance then going deep down to fintech trying to trying to ban the unbanked trying to help businesses with cross-border payments trying to make sure everyone access to money trying to um, put in a mobile money where you could access money from your phones you could open a bank account on your phone they take you to helping um, the business owners that are now the banks that were unbanked before with good logistics problem so you see those sectors are um, fast rising to the sectors here yeah? but you see um when you go deep down into things like um, deep tech or you go into clean tech you see um, the numbers here are, are not are not a lot so i mean those two sectors are still growing um good investment now coming on for 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 guys in the, in the media space Good, good investment coming on for the guys in the crypto economy. Even here in Africa, we're still trying to get a full full app of, of what it takes to invest in, in the crypto economy. That's why you see um, majority of the raises going on. You see them in, in finance, in insurance, in, in the health space, in the edutech space and all. But all other sectors are still growing. And that's why that, that that's... Um, that's that's noting to the fact that our, our tech space is still growing here but the very important factor the african market is the african market is, is big because of our numbers and uh, because of our numbers because of our class of population and because of how hard working uh, we are in africa and um, the push to always create solutions like to our problems everyone is trying to to get on um, solutions to problems we are facing i mean few years ago um, even even in the, in the covid break in the covid um, covid period you had to go to laboratories to um, do like lab tests but now they sit at home and um, tests and um, after the covid most of the most of the startups in the health tech space diversified to even outside just um, running covid tests but going as far as um, um, other tests, even other tests, HIV tests, lab tests, and even going as far as vaccines, chemical cancer vaccines, all of those things. So, like, there's a lot of growth. The fintech before was just to oh, get access to money on your phone. But right now, you see a lot of things going on, even to the future of learning parts. Yeah, before COVID, future of learning was not really attended to. But now you see persons from their home getting um, getting diplomas and in in tech related courses and a couple of couple of courses like that so is the landscape big wide are there opportunities yes um do we still need more investors yes because there are still a lot of ideas they are not properly funded or properly attended to so um, 
I'm, I'm excited about what's, what what is looking looking like in the future. I mean, is my is my goal or it should be utmost excitement to me to see more African unicorns like be better than all. Oh, absolutely! I can't wait to see you know what happens. I mean, sky's the limit and beyond. And Africa has so many opportunities and so many um, solutions and creative ideas to certain things. So I, I'm very excited to see how Africa grows in that sense, and founders and startups and, and investors and themselves. So I'm very thankful to have you on. And if anyone listening wants to talk to him, his information is below. Um, if anyone has advice or would like to share a story please let us know but thank you so much for coming on and sh and saving your time for us i really appreciate it yes thanks for having me i enjoyed these chats about it's been amazing thank you yes thank you guys all and uh until next time thank you take care yeah, bye. thank you